Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. This is episode number five, and I'm your host, Malcolm Reed. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rochelle. Rochelle, what's happening today? Not much, Mal. Just podcasting, shooting some more videos. We've got a play tonight. Yeah, we've got a lot on our table. But hey, this this podcast has been a lot of fun, man. Yeah, I really I've enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Um, I think, you know, it's a good time for us to sit down and talk about what we've been up to. And we hope you guys enjoy it well. So we just want to say thanks for listening before we get started. What are we talking about this week, Shell? The first thing I have on my list is to talk about our YouTube recipe we released this week, which is a hanger steak. Oh, yeah. I got some Matador prime beef uh, hanger steaks. And these were prime hanger steaks that Matt sent me from over there. And he wanted me to try them out, come up with a recipe for them. So I decided to keep this one simple. You know, I just when I do hanger steak, I just like the meat to shine. And I don't know. Well, let's talk uh, about what is a hanger steak. Hanger steak is kind of a cross to me, between a fillet and a ribeye, I mean, it, it's got the texture, the tenderness of a good fillet, but it tastes like a fatty ribeye. The flavor is real rich. It's real beefy. Um, the only trick is usually when you get these hanger steaks, um, they come connected. It's two pieces. It has a big, tough line of connective tissue that runs right down the middle of it. So you got to trim it out. And I showed the video how to trim that out. It's real easy to do. And what you end up with is uh, two little steaks that are kind of the... the they look like a deer tenderloin. They look. They do look like a backstrap on yeah. a deer, or they look like the small end of a filet mignon. You yeah. know, that, that, uh, the whole beef loin. If you think about that and think about the small end, that's the size of these little hanger steaks. And when you cook them, I mean... Do not cook them past medium rare. I mean, there's no sense in that. If you want to, if you want to go past that, go get you a sirloin or some ground beef or something. Eat a hamburger. But, but these hanger steaks are meant to be rare to medium rare. They're juicy and they got a ton of flavor. The technique I used to cook them, I just kept it simple. I put a little olive oil on the outside of them just to, you know, kind of add some uh, moisture to the outside so my seasonings would stick. And I used my steak rub. You could use whatever kind of flavors you want. You know, if yeah. you've got a favorite steak recipe, it'll work on hanger steak just like it works on any other cut. But I like that texture that a coarse ground rub gives it because, you know, it's got bigger pieces of it salt. It has a lot of kick to it. The black, it's got three or four different kinds of peppers I use in that rub. And that's really what gives it some spiciness. And But it's got, you know, minced garlic, minced onion, uh, bigger pieces of herb. So it's all about texture. And that's, you know, that's what that rub's for is to add another depth on the outside. So I really, the beef shines through. Yeah, the, I like how you let the beef shine through for sure. Cause it was such a good tasting. It tastes, I mean, I, you know, being prime beef makes a big difference on yeah. that taste and it makes it really taste beefy. Yeah. Because I mean, it's got more fat to it. That's all the, the different grading is on prime. It just has more marbling in it. So of course it's going to taste better as it fat cooks, but I cook these fast. I mean, they went, um, I started out, you know, it's it's kind of the two minute rule, and I kind of do that on all sides, and they don't really have like four sides. It's, it's not, a, like, yeah, there it's not a like it's a box. Yeah, it's kind of like a tube. Yeah, so you just kind of roll it every two minutes to a new side, and by the time you get to eight minutes, which is about four sides, there was one you pulled off at six minutes. But yeah, it there, yeah. The, the way they are is always when you get the hanger steak, there's always a kind of a small side and a bigger side. So of course, the thicker piece is going to take a little longer, but. That's where your meat thermometer, you know, I yeah. always preach about it. you got to have your good thermometer. 
when you're cooking steaks like this, you got to have one. That's the only way you can get it. I mean, you see them say, oh, you know, you make a fist and you can touch your hand and all that. And it shows yeah. you the doneness. Hey, that, I mean, that's a general way to see what it feels like. But when that steak's so hot and that grill's so hot, you can't get a good feel. I ain't there. cooking to feel on a steak. <laughs> I'm cooking to temp. I want to know what it is. I mean, that's that's part of it. And, I mean, it, you know, you're going to spend a little bit of money on a good thermometer. I mean, you use it. I use it every day. If I'm cooking, we're cooking chicken in the oven. We're pulling out our thermopan just to see what the temp is. I mean, hey, even when we do chicken tender salad, we're probing those little tenders and make sure we got them right. <laughs> But you also did mushrooms too. You kind of took my recipe and yeah, that was your that was the recipe you do. You're usually in charge of the sides when I'm out on the grill, and I wanted and then you usually do it on stovetop. It's just yeah. you know, it's all tape pan doing mushrooms. Well, I said, man, I can do this in cast iron and a little butter, a little olive oil. You added oil. shallots. I don't usually add shallots, but I like the flavor that it gave. Yeah, it's shallots just a little sweet onion. If you yeah. think that's what I think of, it's kind of like a baby onion. It's real sweet. <laughs> It's kind of like a baby red onion. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, the shallots give it a little depth. The garlic can't go wrong with that. Throw the mushrooms in there, season them with a little salt, pepper, garlic, and saute them just a few minutes. Add the Worcestershire and the red wine. Let that cook down. I mean, it's easy. Yeah. And the sauce gets real thick. Yeah. It, it, it caramelizes yeah. kind of. I mean, you reduce it down. It's almost like a syrup. And I've made, you know, the sauce before and added a little more red wine, a little more Worcestershire, touch of balsamic to it. And use the vegetables, but then strain that and then use that sauce as kind of like a sauce to go over steaks. Yeah. It's phenomenal that way. I mean, when I do fillets for you, that's my little sauce that I serve with. (laughs) Well, I like to, when we put those mushrooms on a platter, almost use it as a steak sauce, you know. Run your steak through those mushroom sauces. And- yeah, it goes with it. I mean, yeah. I serve it. You know, a lot of times the mushrooms are going to be on top of the steak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't do that on this hanger steak because I wanted you to see. I wanted to the eat that hanger steak. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I thought that recipe would be great to serve with some kimchi too. Yeah. A spicy kimchi. I mean, it's you know, I don't know if everybody if that's everybody's the thing. Yeah. But I like it. I you know, to me, something about. Rare beef and that fermented cabbage with the salt and the peppers, the heat from it is really good. It gives you a lot of flavors. A ton of flavors. Yeah. And um, we got that from Matador Prime Beef. They don't pay us to do it, but they, they do, they us send the us the beef. So we always give them a shout out and thank them for sending us that beef. We are yeah, open I hope, for I more. Yeah, I hope sends me some more because <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I got the tomahawk from him and I got those hanger steaks and I – I, he said, man, is there anything else that, that uh, you like to cook? So, of course, I, I want some more short ribs. Yes. And now, he's got some tri-tips, too. I mean, he's got, if you go to his website, he's got a ton of good beef on there. I mean, it's got all, all different kinds of cuts and stuff. Does he have uh, marrow bones? I don't know. I'll have to ask him. I didn't see him, but... Being, I've been a, wanting you to do some marrow bones on the grill. I think it would be great. Dip it with some, like, some brioche yes. or something like that. Get that marrow getting hot and bubbly. It's just meat. Butter. Meat butter. It's oh, awesome. Man. Well, we had great weather to cook this recipe in this week. Um, for a change. For a change. <laughs> but we had to deal with kind of the worst of the worst this past weekend. Oh, man. This was another contest weekend. We went and did a KCBS contest in Savannah, Tennessee. And it started out great, but we knew storms were coming that couldn't last. Um, you know, you drove up Saturday. Me and Wayland showed up Friday afternoon, set up, and Beautiful weather, sun was shining. We didn't realize it when we parked, but we were all kind of on this dirt, gravel kind of pad, and we were more in dirt than we were gravel. And I knew the rain was coming. I didn't even think about it when we set that trailer. But, man, um, you know, 
we had a few beers on Friday night. They had an awesome band playing. I mean, they had a band. They were playing all the hits. It didn't matter. Country, <laughs> rock, uh, blues. They played a little bit of it. Oh, that band showed out. What was the name 11. of that band? I never got their name. But you know what? If you ever had an event, I'd like to book those guys. They brought the light show. I mean, they were you know they cutting were. up up there. Each one of them would sing different songs so they could cover. I mean, they did Garth Brooks. They did Hank Jr. They did Waylon Jennings. They did ACDC. They did Phil Collins. I mean, they, it was awesome. It was, they was a really good band. They played some good songs. I mean, but the lightning and the thunder was coming in the distance when they quit. And we sat there, you know, we, Waylon's, he's Mr. Weather. So he had the TV on all night watching the radar. And we're like, man, it's coming. Here it comes. And Some people are afraid of spiders. Some people are afraid of heights. Why is afraid of weather? Yeah, that's his thing. Tornadoes. He's got a huge fear of them. So I was juicing him up all night. I was like, man, what are we going to do? He's going to blow us away. We're in this trailer. Where, where are we going to go? And so Waylon's, he's, he gets that panic look. He went, I said, man, what's our escape plan? <laughs> and so he decided, he went out, he unhooked the truck from the trailer. I'm going to talk about the chains, the plug, jacked it up, put it on a block, scotched the tires. And he had the was truck. Was it raining up. at the time? No, it wasn't raining at the time. I mean, the wind was blowing yeah. a little bit. The Wyland had his escape route playing. I said, man, just wake me up if you leave. I didn't, I didn't want you to leave <laughs> without me because you don't think he would, man. He'd been gone. I don't know where he would have went. We Let's asked, go. yeah, the, the rep was Wayne and Maria for that contest. And when we pulled up, Wayne did ask him, I heard him. He's like, Wayne, do they have like a tornado plan or shelter or something? Where are we supposed to go? <laughs> and Wayne said, just go to the dam. And he said, can you get in the dam? <laughs> Wayne was seriously considered it. But, but, you know, we made it through it. It stormed and it rained. Man, it came four inches of rain. It was the muddiest. I think your spot was the muddiest spot there. It had to be. We yeah. were in a mud hole. I mean, you could look all around us. It was almost over our boots. Luckily, we did have some mud boots with us. We had to take those off, leave them on the trailer, you know, outside the trailer, go in. <laughs> and every time you ran boxes, I think it rained harder each it time. It kept getting harder and harder. It let up at brisket turn in, but that was it, was, it was raining at chicken. Then it was raining harder during ribs, and then it was just pouring when I was turning in pork. Yeah, so. and it had a long walk for that one. Mm-hmm. I bet you, you know, that, that's... Probably 200 yards. That's no, that's long for a turn in at a regular contest. <laughs> I'm just glad I had my raincoat and my rain boots because there was people turning in and flip-flops and didn't have, you know, something to cover their boxes with. I felt sorry for those guys cooking in tents out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple of them that, man, they just... One guy just gave up, didn't he? Yeah, he just went home. I mean, I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't have stood out there. It was dangerous. I mean, lightning was everywhere. If you all you had was a tent and a stick burner, you just you shot yourself in the foot that weekend. <laughs> At least we had the trailer we could get in. Well, how'd you, how, how'd it go for you? Overall, it went really good. We're coming fourth overall. I mean, I, that's a win in my book. We got <laughs> top three top team calls. We came home, you know, about a grand in cash and ribs. Uh, ribs ribs was, cost uh, us the contest. Yeah. We were 16th in ribs, which I thought we had a good one. We, we, uh, tweaked them just a little bit and they did not like our tweak. So it showed. I mean, I think there was 29, 30 teams there. We were 16th in ribs. The rest of the stuff was great. The brisket was, Third. That was the best brisket you could have Chicken was, what, fourth? Bull yeah. pork was seventh, I think. So we, we had some really good calls. It was a good weekend. If I mean, ribs would have been there, it might have been your contest. It might have been our day. Yeah. Well, every week I like to choose a topic for us to talk about, dive into. And, you know, last week we talked about essential barbecue tools and equipment. And this week I thought we'd talk about Memphis barbecue restaurants. What 
we like, what's our favorite barbecue ref- restaurants, and what to order when you go there. Well, you know, when folks come to town, they want to go eat barbecue. Mm-hmm. So that's what. And we get all kinds of questions where to go to eat barbecue in Memphis. Yeah. Well, right off the bat, I mean. What's your my, favorite joint? I've got a lot of me. I got This is no too. particular order. <laughs> my favorite, I mean, no particular order. Um, what are some of your favorites? I, I'm just going to throw a list out there. We can talk about each one. Okay. But, you know, Barbecue Shop, that one comes to mind first. Central Barbecue, yeah. Memphis Barbecue Company, yeah. Germantown Commissary. Yeah. Um, Tom's the, Tom's Barbecue these are just some of the ones that I really like what's some of the ones that you like um, you named a few of them uh, I, Payne's has a sandwich we'll go into that later um, Tops Tops is one that's real close by they got a lot of locations they're kind of overlooked a lot but they have a great sandwich and a great cheeseburger you I'm, know? I'm telling you Tops Barbecue is Memphis's version of chain barbecue yeah They've been around a long time. They got multiple locations all over the city, and they just do old fashioned pit style barbecue. You can tell when Tops fires up their pits. If you're in the neighborhood, you can smell it. But they cook whole pork shoulders. They season them with salt. They don't use a rub or anything that that I've seen. And then they just cook it with hickory. They have a I good mean, sauce. They, they serve crinkle cut fries. Crinkle cut fries. <laughs> I love their sauce. It's kind of a it's not really a Memphis style sauce because it's more vinegary. It's yeah. thin. It has a little mustard element to it, but it's still a tomato based sauce. But you know, I have, I've found what sauce they're using and it's, it's one of these reconstitutable sauces. You can find it at restaurants. Oh. Supply. Lit has it. Um, it comes like a big, see by a big jug and it makes you mayo uh, looking jug, yeah. you know, the big gallon with the big wide mouth. And then you can add water to it to thin it down. And I guarantee you that's what they're using. I've never. I've never seen well, them pour it from that jar, but it's only in squeeze bottles at, at uh, Tops, but I found that sauce. We need to get that and try it. I did. I bought uh, Griff some, my buddy Griff. Oh, okay. he, he, he told me he loved Top Sauce, and I saw it in Lit one day. I was in there buying some racks and stuff. What did he say about it? He said, that's it. That's their sauce. <laughs> he said that he didn't even dilute it. He just used it full strength oh, wow. out there. It's, man, it's dirt cheap, too. You can get that gallon for like... Nine bucks. Well, now I want to get it next time we go there. Next time we go to Lit, I'll grab an extra gallon of it just to have on hand. It's a barbecue shop. Let's take it from the top. All right, barbecue shop. What what I think about when I take people to barbecue shop is the spaghetti. They got the best barbecue spaghetti in town. And I did a recipe on barbecue spaghetti a month or so ago, and it's a Memphis thing. It's greasy in a good way. And it's, (laughs) it's like... It's comfort food, you know, with barbecue all they, rolled into one. It's pretty much they use a tomato-based sauce, and they sweeten it up with barbecue sauce. That's your sauce element for your spaghetti. You can use any kind of meat you want in it, but pulled pork is the normal fare here in Memphis. And so you can think it's pasta noodles, spaghetti noodles. A simple, sauce, a simple tomato sauce. simple tomato sauce with barbecue sauce. Topped with pulled pork, and you sprinkle dry rub over that. Yeah. And it's a side dish. I mean, some people order it as a a main thing, but you know, I, when I when I started researching where the origins of that barbecue spaghetti came from, they, they uh, a man and his wife back a long time ago. I can't recall their names, but they started that because everybody had beans and slaw, potato salad. Those were the normal sides. Well, they wanted in their barbecue joint to have a different side, so they came up with the spaghetti. And now you see spaghetti as a yeah. side dish. And it's great if you hadn't tried it. Memphis Bar- Barbecue Company has a really good They have a really good spaghetti. one, too. Yeah, that's like the best thing there, but they have a yeah. good one. Um, another thing about the barbecue shop I like is that you can get your sandwiches 
uh, on Texas toast instead of just a bun. I like I'll, that a lot, too. Well, a pulled pork sandwich with Texas toast and slaw and spicy It holds sauce. up so much better. It, yeah, it's buttery yeah. and toasty. It's really good. That's, you know, that, that's worth going to barbecue shop to get you a, a pulled pork on Texas toast and a Salmon. side of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Cold beer. It's a good little location, too. It smells It smells like a barbecue joint when it, you walk in when there. When you walk in, it does. They have good ribs, too. In Germantown Commissary. That's, you know, if I'm taking somebody to get ribs... I'm probably taking them to Germantown. I agree. I love that. I mean, they got the staple sausage and cheese. They got one of the best sausage and cheese place going. That's it, another Memphis thing. It's a little it. far out from Memphis. It's still Memphis. It's Germ- but it's on I the outskirts. It it's not, you know, it may not be Memphis. It's metro area. Yeah, it's metro yeah. area. It's not far from downtown. They do really good desserts at the Germantown Commissary, that's, too. That's worth going for their desserts. So their ribs are great. I take people there for that. But when you go and get their pies or their banana pudding, that's what it's all about. Yeah. There. <laughs> you know, they do a really great smoked turkey for Thanksgiving, too. And a lot of people order that turkey really? from the Germantown Commissary. They, I think they do a big takeout, you know, or catering type job as they do I can in, say in the that. restaurant. Their ribs are just perfect. And they leave the membrane on, which I like. Yeah. But they're always, uh, they're tender, always tender. I get them dry. Real smoky sauce dry. on the side. They're, they've got a good smoky Memphis-style sauce. You know, it's, it's a little... Uh, it's a little darker. I guess it's got a little more molasses element or brown sugar to it to really give it a good good flavor. Mm-hmm. And it's right balance of tomatoes and vinegar to, you know, sweet. It's a good sauce. Central. Central's yep. one of my favorites. Central's it's, the go-to, yeah. too. Downtown. I like the downtown. There's one downtown. There's one midtown. I, I don't. I think midtown's still my favorite because it was the original. And there's one on summer, too. Man, you know, those guys, they're doing a lot of new stuff. They partnered up with the... Uh, another restaurant group or a group of chefs or something in Memphis, and they're opening up some breakfast joints. Really? They're expanding that central brand. You're going to see it in different cities, uh, probably in the South first, I, I would imagine, but they're doing a lot. But Central, you know, the best thing, Central's great. They do good barbecue. Uh, Craig cool and Roger are the guys that I know from there. You know, we, we kind of do some stuff there at Central. We've done a few events and always have a good time, but I go to Central for their wings. Mm-hmm. I mean, their ribs are good. Their pork's good. But you go there, you get your order, their wings. Man, I like the jerk. They got a really good spicy jerk rub they put on them. Well, their uh, regular dry rub wings, great. And you get you some barbecue nachos to go with that. Yeah. You got they a have, meal. They do have their best They're just appetizers. Yeah. I go there, get to, you know. I always get their wings. Do they smoke them then fry Is that how they do their wings? Uh, I think they're just smoked. I don't know if just they smoke them. They probably would do them smoke fried. But they're still crispy. Yeah, they're good. They're yeah, really good. They're always tender. I've never asked Craig how they do their wings. Uh, uh, you know, and I one, just eat them. The one thing with Central, I like, is they keep their sauces in these little hot containers when you go and you pump out some hot sauce. Oh, man. You know, when you get the wings, they give you the little rolls with it. I always get the vinegar stuff, <laughs> warm vinegar sauce, dip in those rolls. You know, in the warm vinegar sauce. To eat with your wings. Now, their their uh, ranch dressing, they make it there that goes with the wings. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> they also do this thing. It's a pulled chicken sandwich or salad, yeah, a pulled yeah. chicken salad, and it's smoked chicken that they've pulled and put on top of a salad with that ranch dressing. It's good. You got to check out Central if you come Yeah, it's got the cool the atmosphere. It's real Memphis-centric. It's kind of youthful. It's fun. Um, Tom's. Tom's Barbecue, it was kind of made, it's been known in Memphis for a long time. It was always just kind of a lunch spot. It's mm-hmm. over in the 
kind of industrial area, and we would stop in there. You know, I first found it getting bologna sandwiches. <laughs> they do barbecue bologna like nobody else. Uh, and the guy that owns it now, he's kind of, um, I'm not sure what country he's from, but he's kind of Greek. Mediterranean, yeah. Turkish kind of influence. So he uses different spices and seasonings on his barbecue. It's just not, it's not Memphis barbecue. It's his version of it. Yeah. But it goes with the smoke taste so well. And man, people, um, diners, dive-ins and drives. I know you said Guy Fieri, he, he went to that restaurant on one of the, one of his visits to Memphis and he's kind of made him famous. So Tom, he's expanded as far as he can in that one location <laughs> there on Get Well and Rains. And he's always had, he was adding on rooms, adding on rooms until yeah. he almost has no parking lot. <laughs> That's the hardest thing about the place getting in it. But once you do, you go in, you kind of get in line and his barbecue sandwich, it's probably the biggest portion of jumbo sandwich. I mean, it's, it's all you do to eat it. It's huge. Yeah. Pork's always great. Um, you know, I go for bologna, but rib tips. Rib tips. <laughs> he does rib tips. And you know, you know, I don't see those on a lot of people's uh-uh. menu. And, they're and unique. They're, they're like the, the little top portion of the breastplate on a spare rib. And he cuts them up into small pieces and he seasons them with seasons them. With his blend of those, you know, that Mediterranean spices and stuff, he puts them on a the smoker and smokes them until they just fall apart. Mm-hmm. And they're dry. They're not sauced. You can get sauce on the side, but the rib tips are where it's at yeah. at Tom's. You, He's always you get got a lot the red of- drink. <laughs> Red drink and lemonade flowing in the little drink container. And they do a lunch. Like, you can go through and get a, you know. Plate lunch. Yeah. Meat and three. They've got it. Tom has got it. He does burger. His menu is pretty vast for for that small place. Yes, it's really big. But you walk in there and you get in line and you just kind of shuffle through line. Yeah, and go outside and get you a seat or take it with you and. They serve it to you. Um, if you get it to go, it just comes in a brown sack. Yeah. That's what I like about it. <laughs> you just sit down and enjoy it. But Tom's is tip. great, and it's don't, not known. Don't get the smoked chicken at Tom's. I made that mistake. Was it a little dry? It was a little dry. It looked dry when you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got some good red sausage, huh? Rendezvous. Rendezvous. You know, we talked about that. We've we talked went, about this, yeah, recently. Rendezvous, we have to go every 10 years or so. <laughs> just to remember what it is. Now, Rendezvous is good. But it's more of a location, and it's go there because a lot of atmosphere. Yeah, go there for the atmosphere. We we went to a ball game uh, at the ball, AutoZone Park down there, and Rendezvous right there by it. So we went over there. We got some ribs; they were really good. I mean, yeah, for, you know, for what they are, it's a different style of rib. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's Greek influence. Um, you know, the Virgos they they come up with their own seasoning, and it's everywhere now. He probably had it, but it makes a good dry rib. It's it's straight Memphis dry rib. I mean, that's how they serve them. They're not um, the best ribs in town. I go to Rendezvous for the sausage and cheese plate and the pitchers of beer. Yeah. And that's why I take people. Now, if you really want something special Rendezvous, you got to give them 24 hours notice, but order the barbecue shrimp. I've never had the barbecue shrimp. It's great. Everybody talks about it. It's good. I want to try it. It's good. It's kind of like the New Orleans style. It comes out, you know, big platter. Yeah. And you got dip all the it. Yeah. They serve the rolls with it. I like the salsa rendezvous. It, they do have a good sauce, but they're not the best ribs in town. No. They are what they are. Rendezvous is what it is. And a lot of people go just to say that they went because they, they're probably the most famous joint in town. Who's got the best ribs? Hmm. Probably Pete and Melissa. That's what I was going to say. Memphis, Memphis barbecue. barbecue. They're in the top three. Yeah. They probably do have the best ribs. I mean, their platter, Memphis Barbecue Company, 
I mean, if you don't know about it, Pete and Melissa Cookston, they are, you know, one, Melissa's won Memphis and Maywood. They've won it three times. I know of the whole thing. Um, they won Hog, I don't know how many times, but you go in the restaurant and they partnered up with John Wheeler from Natural Born Grillers. And he's, of course, Memphis and Maywood champion and world famous for his barbecue. They teamed up and opened Memphis Barbecue Company. And it's not even in Memphis. It's right outside, right, right there on the interstate between Horn Lake and South Haven, right off I-55. It's probably what, 10 minutes from downtown at the most. Yeah. I mean, I think you could take a baseball and hit the Memphis city limits from <laughs> yeah, it, but yeah. it's not far. Yeah. It's but, right into Mississippi, but it's a great location. It's most of the places we've been talking about are little older shacks or older buildings or stuff that they've uh, got. This is a big restaurant. This operation. Can, and they have, and they pack it out. You go there and there's, a, you know, unfortunately there's a line, but when you got good barbecue, <laughs> there's going to be a line. It's worth the wait though. Um, they p- hit you with some um, fresh, Pork rinds. Oh, so, so yeah, sit that's, down and I mean, that's just like a freebie. They, yeah. throw, they bring out a basket of the pork rinds still popping, got the rub on top of them, and, you know, their sauce is on the table. So I always squeeze out a little sauce with those pork rinds. And, man, they're, you know, I love that. Um, the appetizers there are killer. Those cheese fritters they do, man, those things are awesome. They're okay. Everybody likes them. I like them. They're made with, they have like the Velveeta cheese. I just don't care much for that mm. Velveeta cheese. I think, they, I don't know what kind of cheese it is. It's good to me. It's gooey. It's Everybody likes it but me. Um, their wings, they got great wings mm-hmm. too. And they're the jumbo wings. They didn't skimp on the size of a wing. I mean, you can make a meal off their wings. But what? What I like to go for when I go there is the big platter. That's what we ordered. Like, what is it? The championship platter? It's, yeah, the championship. I think it's what it's called. I forget what Pete calls it, but it's, it comes out on like this big metal disc. It's almost like imagine a trash can lid turned upside <laughs> down. The metal trash it's can. It's like lid. a jumbo pizza pan yeah, full of different huge. barbecues. Man, it's you got, got ribs, ribs two ways. Yeah. You got St. Louis ribs and Loinback ribs, which are famous in Memphis. You got pulled pork, you got sausage, you got chicken, you got, uh, man, I don't know what a brisket. You get a couple sides. Couple, I got turnip greens, macaroni and cheese, french fries. We got spaghetti. Comes with cornbread, spaghettis with them. I mean, it's everything. Yeah, it's like it takes taste, up your whole table. Taste of Memphis Barbecue Company. That's what it is. And it'll, the, the little trail rotate. So when you I guarantee you, you better have four people to yeah. eat because two people can't put a den in it. <laughs> It's so much food, but their turnip greens are really good there too. They've got good food, and I've heard their steaks are good. I've never went there to order the steak, but they hand cut them. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I can't imagine them not being good at Memphis Barbecue Company. It's worth the stop. You got to go there if you come to if you come to Memphis. You got to go there. Another one that's famous around here is Cozy Corner. Yes. I have never been to Cozy Corner. I don't. All the places, that one's probably the one that I have never been to. I've taken a few people there. Uh, you go there, it, it's an old school joint. They've just got standard fare, Memphis-style barbecue, doing it the old-fashioned way. Where is it at? It's like no- North Parkway, kind of okay. north of the barbecue shop, that area up yeah. there. But they're known for their Cornish hen- their little hens. They do these whole Cornish hens, and they're just succulent. Do and they stuff them? Or just no, they're them. not stuffed. They're just smoked little baby chickens. <laughs> <laughs> but they're good, and it's, they sell out though. So you know, you, if you want them, you better get there in time. Don't don't think you're going to come strolling in there at four o'clock and get the Cornish hen. Do they um, serve anything else? Uh, the ribs, and I had the, I usually get the order ribs and the Cornish hens and some sides. I mean, they're pulled pork standard fare. Yeah. It's good. They had a they recently 
not too long ago, they just reopened, I think. Yeah, they burned fire down. Location burned, but, but one of their neighbors across the way had let them open up there for a while to stay in business till they got rebuilt. But pretty sure they're back in the, the, uh, the old location now. But that's a, that's always, you know, that's a staple, Memphis staple. Just like Interstate, you know, you got Interstate Barbecue. That, they have good food. Mr. Jim, he does, you know, barbecue spaghetti. His his pulled pork's known, and it's a you know it's he's like, the Neely, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Neely. He's, so he's, like the Neelys on Food Network, that show. Part the of Neelys. the family. That's he's not, part of the. Yeah, that was his son, though, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure son or nephew. I don't yeah. really know that much. I know his Interstate Barbecue is the famous one, and that's the one. That, you know, you've got. Rendezvous, Interstate Barbecue, Corky's. Yeah. Those are all the ones that, you know, you see get all the publicity about Memphis, but, and they're okay. They're not Interstate, my, the couple times I went to Interstate, I thought, yeah, this is pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. It's good. Corky's, um, they have good ribs, good drivers, but their sauce is horrible. You know, I go to Corky's, <laughs> I get the catfish. <laughs> they do have good catfish. It's okay. I can't stand their sauce. You know, it's just, I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if I've had it so many times. It's too sweet. It's too, I don't know. It's just it's not, not my, very balanced. It's not my thing. Yeah. I'm not knocking Corky's. That man, they're a multi million dollar company selling barbecue all over the world. It's just not my thing. Yeah. In Memphis, there's, there's better options. There's better options. If you go to Corky's, get the catfish. I'm just saying. And Payne's, we've talked on that briefly. They have an awesome pulled pork sandwich. They're voted. The best pulled pork in Memphis for my sandwich every year. Yeah. If you look at any of the polls, uh, local stuff, that Payne's always gets the the best, you know, highest marks on barbecue sandwich. But be careful. Be careful. It's, it's in like the worst part of town. I mean, it is. There's a lot of bad parts of town in Memphis, but this one's in the worst of the worst. And it's it's an adventure to go there, but go during the day, go early. Get you a sandwich. Bring some cash. They don't take cars. <laughs> yeah, bring cash. cash. Get you a sandwich. It's good. And what makes it so good, I mean, they have really good pulled pork, but they have this vinegar slaw that they put on it, and that's what makes that sandwich. That's it. You're going to get you a canned drink or a bottle of water. Yeah. I think their sides, you have to get chips, and maybe they have beans and slaw, but yeah. they don't have. Don't get the ribs. A, it's not a big meal. Yeah, their ribs, no. Don't get their ribs. I think they're bold. No, I don't know what they do. <laughs> We got them and they were not good. Maybe it was a bad day, but the barbecue sandwich is really good. Yeah. Where would we go see Free World play? What's that? Blue That's City. Blue City. They, they, I've had some good barbecue there. They have good ribs at Blue City yeah. Cafe. When I worked downtown, we would go there for lunch. It's an awesome night spot. I mean, they got some yeah. good music. I mean, best thing going. But their ribs are really good. They They're have just good catfish too. Yeah, they do have good catfish. <laughs> their ribs at Blue City are just standard Memphis style ribs. They probably still got the membrane on the back of them, and they serve them dry with sauce on the side. Or you get them sauce, but I always get them dry. It's just about it's cooked pork, you know, simple, done yeah. right. And, and that's, that's really all you want. Yeah. There's a you know there's a ton of great barbecue spots. These are the ones I take people to. You know, we've done a few. I call them barbecue crawls, and it's you know where where I have some buddies come in, and we'll we'll go around to three or four of these joints in the same day, and we'll get something different at each one of them, mm-hmm. so it makes it fun. And I actually had the idea, and I know I talked, me and you talked about it, but where we uh, take a camera with us and we do some filming at some of these, just to, yeah, to get our reaction and tell why we you know what each person likes about. Us. I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. We might have to. Not do a contest one weekend. Get us a bus that. and a cooler. 
Yeah. Uh, that would be <laughs> Get fun. Get a driver. Mini, mini bus and a yeah. cooler full of beer and hit all the barbecue joints. And, you know, I, I wrote this down because if you're going to go through Memphis and you're going to be eating, um, you want to try the barbecue. But there's one or two little spots that I'd suggest swinging my toe. And one of them is Gus's Fried Chicken. It's not barbecue, but it's the best fried chicken you've ever had. World famous. World famous. Um, Huey's has the best burgers. Huey's Burgers is a Memphis tradition. Yeah. I love Huey's Burgers, and every, everywhere I go, it's, I get a burger, and I say, is it better or close to Huey's? That's my, it, Huey's is my mark. I'm not saying it's the best in the world, but for a good burger, it is the mark. That's where you're trying to hit. Yeah. If you beat Huey's, great for you, but Huey's got a good burger. It's hard to beat Huey's yeah. as far as I'm concerned. And they get, get their meat. The reason why it's so good, they get their meat from a local butcher, and they grind it special for each restaurant. Patties are all the same size. They have their Huey's Burger season. They, you know, they cook them to order and mm-hmm. let you pick the degree of doneness, which I like because I can get me a burger that's, you know, I like my burgers medium. I, I don't mind if there's some pink, but I, I don't like want mine it. medium rare. Yeah. I'm not a bloody burger guy. <laughs> but, but since I know that it's coming from, you know, yeah. where, where they get their burgers from. And Gibson's Donuts. You got to swing by and get you a donut mm, from Gibson's. Melt in your mouth. Hot. Glazed donut. God, I can do it. I can do something. <laughs> yeah, I'm wanting to eat some barbecue right now. Hey, Talking about to go, barbecue. We're gonna have to go lunch are we cooking barbecue? You say? What are you cooking today? Oh, we got uh, Mark Lambert coming over. We're gonna try some new videos out. Um, we don't really know how it's gonna turn out, but kind of explain that to me. Yeah, well, I had this idea. You know, of course, we do our recipe YouTube videos where I share one of my recipes. Well, I wanted to bring in some of my buddies and get them to show me one of their recipes. And I'm going to get to be on the other side of the counter, sitting there, hanging out, still mic'd up, still asking questions. But I want them to walk me through what they're doing and, you know, cook. they cook on my pits. They can bring a pit over, whatever they want to do. But this is kind of a concept, so I don't know how it's going to. The first one may be comical. It may be rough, you know, but, hey, we're going to You may never see it. You may never see it. No, we're going to put it out. I mean, I Man, you know, me and Mark done video stuff before. Yeah, y'all do he's, classes together. Does, y'all worked well together. Yeah. But he's uh, he's going to show me how to do some half chickens. I think he's going to do them different, not like barbecue style. These are going to be like a, he said, a herb seasoned and served with the white barbecue sauce. I'm I'm excited to see his recipe on these half chickens. Your white so, barbecue sauce? I did, yeah. I whipped up my, my white barbecue. He told me to ask me if I had any white barbecue sauce, and I said, hey. You know, I can come up with something. I got a recipe for it. So I made up a batch this morning. It's sitting in the fridge chilling right now. Yeah. Chicken, smoked chicken on that, your white barbecue sauce is hard to beat. Oh, yeah. It is really good. And we're talking about Mark Lambert from Sweet Swan of Mine, three-time world champion. No, I think you're right. Yeah. I know he's won shoulders three times. I think he's won the whole thing. The Memphis and Maid champ, world champ, at least two times. So. Took first Place ribs at the American Royal this year. Houston Rodeo. And at Houston. Mark's, his resume. Yeah. is out there. So what else do we have coming up? Next week, we're going to try for episode six to Mm -hmm. uh, actually bring on our first guest. We're going to see how it goes. And uh, I got my man Kendall Adair lined up. His team smoked and spiced. Smoked and and spiced. Kendall is... um, Doing barbecue, but he's also hot on the heels of winning the the SCA championship. I think he's four points behind it, him and him and uh, one of the guys from Bottomland, Robert Perkins, have been swapping places <laughs> first and second every few weeks. And Robert will go get a few 
uh, points up on him, and then Kendall will catch back up. But man, they are they got a good race going early in the year. Yeah. And Kendall says he's going to run for the championship, and so I said, man, come on the podcast. We want to do a guest, and we'll let you. He's part of state team. Him and his girlfriend, uh, Sarah. And um, but Kendall's going to come on, and we're going to talk to SCA. He's probably just going to hang out the whole time, and and we're going to have fun with it. And see how see how we do with the guest. Yeah, see if he'll tell us how he's cooking his steaks. Yeah, if he'll. We I kind of know, you know, we cook right beside him, so I do a little bit of, I do a little bit of shigging on him. Yeah, I, I kind of see. I know what Kendall's got going on. He's got that good B and B charcoal, good and hot. And you see, he's he's a white light demand, so he comes from Boar's Night Out. So he's, he's yeah, we've known Kendall since he was. I ain't gonna give away all his secrets. We'll see what he wants to <laughs> divulge, but uh, it's gonna be fun. That's gonna be something interesting to try. We've got a steak contest coming up this weekend. We're all cooking Saturday. Uh, Horn Lake, Mississippi, I think it's for the Lions Club. Um, I'm glad because it's maybe, what, 15 minutes from the house? Yeah. It is close. close. Yeah. So I can take back roads to get there. I don't <laughs> have to get on any major highways. So. And it's just going to be one Saturday. You can sleep in your own bed. Yeah. And you know they do a lot of ancillary contests. When the new official ancillary cooker is that pit barrel uh, junior. And so I managed to get one of those sent to me. I put it together yesterday. I'm going to take it this week. I'm not doing ancillary, but I'm going to take it and I'm going to fire it up. I'm probably going to cook some stuff on it just to play with it because I've never cooked on one of the pit barrels. Um, I love drums and this one's, well, I think it's a 18 gallon. I forget what, how many gallons. It's a small drum. Yeah. It's about, you know, it's, it's perfect for Michael, our son. He's like, he's like, did you buy this for me, daddy? And I was like, well, <laughs> I might let you, I might loan it to you, but, uh, this is going to be this, it's going on the steak trailer. Still, it doesn't take up much space. Mm-hmm. Perfect for doing ancillaries. You know, we're always wanting to put some smoke on something for our ancillary contest. And grill too. It's very affordable. Yeah, well, I think I looked up the. It was like two hundred and sixty nine dollars, two seventy nine. Yeah, for that, like that model. It come. I mean, it comes, it comes with hangers, so you can hang ribs on this smoker. You can hang chickens. Yeah, hang all kinds of. They got all kinds yeah. of accessories for it. I got a corn but you still basket, have your a regular basket, grate, a hot dog basket. <laughs> I got all kinds of baskets. You still got your grates. It's got a hinge. This one came with two grates. has like a regular flat grate. So it's got a hinge grate where you can add more coals. It has a little uh, charcoal uh, chimney. It's like a little mm-hmm. half chimney that you can get down in there. You don't have to pour it from way up high. That little half chimney you can put down in the drum and, and uh, do it real easy. But add your coals. That's uh, smart. It's, so that, could you still smoke a pork butt on that one? Heck yeah. You can probably do two on it. Really? It's a couple of six sets of hooks. I know you can do six slabs of ribs too, hey? Yeah. So, you know, for a small drum, I mean, this one, it doesn't weigh much at all. I mean, anybody pick this thing up, set it back in the truck. It's, it's, a, it's a perfect travel old drum. So we're going to try that out. Fire see up how it barrel, works. See how it goes. You may see me do a video on it. I don't know. You know, you brought up steak. Steak team. How's steak team doing? Steak team is killing it this year. <laughs> Those guys, I mean, we've been challenging, I guess. We've been talking so much smack that everybody's trying to beat each other. So we can't, I mean, last weekend while we were in Savannah State team, I'd let Mark and uh, Jamie and all those guys take my trailer and go to Millington, Tennessee. And Emily, the Miss State, Miss State Queen herself, won her first contest. Mark was third. Kendall was fourth. Jay was like eighth. I mean, State team showed out up there. And they, I mean, so. Trying to beat each other. We the don't state queen is heading to Fort Worth and She's headed World to Fort Food Worth, Champ. World Foods. We're, uh, it's, it's been an exciting year for steak cooking. But Y'all are having fun with it. 
Okay, I'm ready to go Saturday. I'm hoping the weather's supposed to be nice. No rain. It's going to be about 70 degrees. That's perfect. It's about time for you to get your ticket, too, huh? I've got to. I'm, I'm lagging behind. I've registered for World Foods, but I haven't got my Fort Worth punch yet. So, uh, and I want to go back out. to Fort Worth. I'm, I'm going to win this weekend. I've got to. But we also have Casey you know, on the horizon next week. Well, yeah, Southern Spring Fest is the big tune-up for Memphis and May. Yeah. All the teams are going to be there, you know, fine-tuning their recipes from Memphis and And you're May. cooking the four KCBS and it, MBN? It's it's a dual contest or a double, I guess you would say. It says KCBS side and MBN. Um, we tuned our shoulders up and did our shoulder practice kind of at a token. So we're going to do MBN ribs and all four KCBS and – we're letting Michael cook and the yeah. kids cook. He's we've, never done one. We've been practicing with him. He's cooking burgers um, on a Weber. So he's been practicing his little slider burgers, and they've been pretty good. Hey, you know, he's kind of taken my recipe for those smokehouse burgers and adapted that to a little slider that he could manage. And, man, I'm impressed. I, yeah. ate, I ate a couple of them the other <laughs> night when he cooked them. I said, son, he did a good job. Seasoned them himself, patted them himself. Only thing, only thing I did was start the grill. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, we kind, you kind of gave him some guidance. I didn't even bother him. I didn't stay out there with him, but uh, it, uh he's done a good job. Yeah. And, you know, we're all about getting kids involved, and I'm excited that he's he kind of lost interest in cooking because when he was a little, when I was a little guy, he followed me everywhere I went. He wanted to mock me, but then he, I guess I wasn't cool anymore. But now he's kind of <laughs> come back around. You know what got him hooked? Was when we went to Fort Worth, he went and spent the night at a contest with Uncle Way. <laughs> and they ended up getting grand, uh, reserved grand that weekend. And he got to go get all the trophies. And now he's back hooked. So. Well, I'm just afraid he's going to cry when he doesn't get a trophy oh, next week. No doubt. <laughs> if he doesn't win, he's, he's like, he, I guess he's like Uncle Way. He thinks he should be first every time he could. He, I'm a realist. I know it. <laughs> Any given day, anybody can win. I don't have to win them all. I just want to win some of them. <laughs> what, um, have you thought about what recipe you're planning on cooking next week? Thought about it a little bit. I think I'm going to do some uh, Tennessee whiskey glaze chops. I've been wanting to play with uh, my buddy Jay from Tennessee Bojo's rub a little bit. So I'm going to use his rub on some chops. His rub's called barbecue magic. Ooh, I want to <laughs> make some barbecue magic Tennessee glaze chops. <laughs> you going to use whiskey? There's going to be some Tennessee whiskey in there. You know, you got to have some of that Jack Daniels. That's going to make a good glaze. And uh, we're going to, they're going to be good. I, I got a feeling they should be. We're actually also headed out to Vegas here in Vegas, two weeks. Baby. This popped up on us. Yeah. We got a phone call. We were not planning to go to Vegas on Monday. <laughs> no, a week before load in for Memphis and May. We uh, the, we got invited to go out and do the National Hardware Show and to meet some folks out there and hang out with the B&B Charcoal guys and see a bunch of our buddies. So I looked up some plane tickets and found a couple flights that would work, and then we got some rooms booked. So, hey, we're going to Vegas, baby. <laughs> it's only two nights, but it, yeah. we're going to make the most of yeah, it. Yeah, so we'll see. We may not have a podcast. That would be episode seven week, unless we can get something we'll recorded it before. Out. Maybe we do one on the plane. I don't know if they make us shut it down. <laughs> but, but we'll figure out something, and uh, that's about it. You know, yeah. that's what's been going on in our life. For the, I hope y'all enjoyed hanging out with us today. We sure as heck did. And, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can hit up Malcolm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at How to Barbecue Right. You can 
find me and Twitter and Instagram at Miss Southern Shell. And hey, y'all fire up the grills and cooks up this weekend. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Weather's turning beautiful. And if you're looking uh, for a recipe, you go to howtobarbecuewrite.com. Yeah, howtobarbecuewrite.com. We got all the recipes. We'll see y'all next time.